This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Tuesday, 27th of June. Jeff and Jen morning show. Just kind of easing into the day. Jen is off today. I think she's back tomorrow. This is me, Tim, and Fridge. How y'all doing? We're doing great. I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting. I'm getting all of the Swift mania. I'm getting very excited for Taylor Swift to come to town. How yes. many bracelets you got done so far? One, two, three, four, five. I made one. Two. I made five. I that will be the last. Tim hit his limit. That will be the last <laughs> beaded bracelet I make before they put me in the ground. But now, now you could say you actually did the work. You could say you, know you officially participated. I, am, I was just reading a story, Jeff, in the prep today about weird things people have requested at their funerals, yeah. and I am going to put that in your casket, you buddy. <laughs> With my hands folded, just, you'll see a bracelet yeah. on my wrist. That's It'll really be you funny. and the Taylor Swift yeah, bracelet. Right. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, we're actually going to go over some of those unusual funeral oh. requests from celebrities, among other things. Also, Tom Holland talking about how he really won Zendaya over. Talk about that and uh, Cardi B with a fierce denial about cheating on her husband. We have audio. It's bleeped, but we have it. (laughs) Thank God it's bleeped. (laughs) We'd all be fired. And it's all coming up straight ahead. Tom Holland. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Yes, I actually had no idea that this was a real thing, but Tom Holland is a trained carpenter. Really? Isn't that cool? His parents sent him to carpentry school back in 2014 when he was, you know, he wasn't really booking any projects. So they were like, look, you kind of need a plan B. You need a skill, dude. So they sent him to school and he is like a seriously trained carpenter. And the cool thing about it is, is that when he first started kind of dating Zendaya, the two of them were together. And in the early years, he fixed her door. And he's saying they instantly fell in love. He was like, you know what? I was hanging out at her house. Her door was broken. I was like, you know what? I'm going to fix that for you. And then the rest is history. That's pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. This is something else that's really cool. So he says he really loves carpentry. He just loves it. He actually made his mom's kitchen table, his mom's office furniture. He built all of the cupboards in his bedroom and a little birdhouse. 
Hey, do you you know a guy? Do you have a guy? He is the guy. Yeah, I do. Tom Holland. Call Tom Holland. I mean, seriously. (laughs) That's his love language. Yes, it is. I mean, it's kind of neat if somebody- just makes him more attractive. Yes. People making things with their hands, you know, or just installing cabinets in your kitchen that they put together outside, custom cabinets. Yeah. Um, You know, the the thing about love languages is everybody has one. Mm -hmm. You know, like Kristen's is, is cooking. I mean, she's really, really good. She's very nurturing that way. Yes. You always got to take a nice little, a nice casserole to somebody. Right. You know, Tim is, maybe it's it's redecorating or something. Yep, that could be I it. I don't know. You know, re- renovating. Design you're also services. really good at helping people. Like, you got a pickup truck, you know, so you're always available to help someone out at a pinch. He doesn't mm. like always is maybe that. an ex- yeah. an extreme word there. He always he doesn't like offering that as a suggestion on helping people. <laughs> like if you need someone to help you move, Tim is right there. <laughs> I have a rule: I don't help people. What's That's yours? His... Is your love language food? Like uh, Kristen's the cook, and you're the eater. This is my love language. Oh, Sky Miles <laughs> or Amex Black? What is that? <laughs> the credit, credit card you always ask me to. Credit. Oh, I always, I was actually going to ask you about that. So I'm going to St. Lucia in September, and I was wondering if I could borrow your Amex to get into some of those fun sky clubs while I'm Sure, no problem. I just need the card. I don't need to like use it other than just to get in and out, right? This is not a joke. I, Kristen actually had me give her a card. Yeah. She said, I'll never use it. Same. But give me a card with my name on it. And, he, like, if she does use it, I get an alert immediately, like, where she is and what she's doing. Okay. But but the funny thing is, like, they do it for that very specific reason. For airport view of yeah. lounges. And so you just give them this card okay. and you're in. I'm ready. Can you have it by September 1st? I'm leaving. I, I don't know. Okay, just I won't even use That's it. That's my love language. I, I get you into... <laughs> I get you in the club. I get you in the Delta Club. Get you into the Sky Club. <laughs> well, I do have a layover in Atlanta. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> no, I. You know what? It's it's travel. I I think yeah. in some ways I I'm an escape for Kristen. Just, just take me away. Just get yes. me out of here for a while. Same. I uh, love that. Uh, we got to take a quick break, though. We got some other e-news items to get to, including Cardi B denying cheating on her husband, fiercely denying. And we have audio of it. It's all coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Yes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So on Sunday night, Offset and Quavo reunited to pay tribute uh, to their late Migos band member takeoff at the BET Awards. And then yesterday, Offset followed up that that triumphant celebratory moment by hitting up Instagram and accusing his wife of having sex with another man. Like, what is going on? And why would you choose that as your outlet offset? Yeah, and his wife, of course, is... Cardi B. Cardi B. Well, Cardi B is flat out denying it, and she took to Twitter to vehemently deny the charges. She put up All I'm going to say is this. 
First of all, let me say You can accuse me of all the things You know that you are guilty of Sing it with me, y'all And I see That it is easy for you to blame everything on me Yes, honey Listen Don't pay attention to the country, man Come on now, I'm Cardi B. I'm not just anybody. So please, boy, stop acting stupid. Don't play with me. Mm. Stop playing. Yeah, Cardi is flat out denying it. She says Offset is, quote, spiraling and thinking things that are not true. That makes me a little worried for him, though. Like, as she said that he's spiraling, like, obviously something is going on there. Yeah, she asked him to, quote, stop acting stupid. And she also says if she was cheating, it would have come out by now because she's cardi freaking b and the guy would tell you know yeah like, for sure that 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 would be out there by now she said if i was giving this kitty to anybody it would be out yeah <laughs> although well, she also, didn't say kitty I, yeah she didn't g-rated I, that for the for the for the, for the benefit for the kids but she's also out all the time everywhere like if you follow her on any of her social media accounts she constantly has like people around her, paparazzi around her. I pretty totally, much document where she is when. Yeah, and I kind of feel like if she was hooking up with anybody, they definitely would be talking about it or somebody would have, there'd be some smoke. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. I don't really don't know how I feel about this, but recently at a pink concert in London, you know, fans often will throw things up on stage. Like, you know, people have done their bras or, you know, flowers. Like sometimes people will put teddy bears or if like a certain artist is known for something, they'll throw it up on stage. Well, during her show, Pink's show in London the other night, she was singing just like a pill. Oh. Someone threw ashes up on stage. Wow. This is your mom? I don't know how to feel about this. Was that you singing along too? No, it wasn't. <laughs> did, she, did she say at the beginning of that clip, is that your mom? Is this your mom? That's exactly right. So the ashes were in like a really tight, sealed plastic baggie. Oh, that's And good. the person just threw them up on stage. And she that's what Pink said. Wait, is this your mom? And then she put the ashes right next to one of the speakers and then just continued on about her day. Yeah, she's like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. But, you know, if you're, if you know. Like, don't put me in that position. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with them? Like, go, ooh. At least or, they were in the bag. When you told, when I, when we were listening to that, I was like. Thinking uh, it was more of just like a no, throw, like no, a puff. No, 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 it was like a baggie full okay. of ashes. So, so like they just kind of sat there all night while and, she And then I don't going. know what happened afterward. Like, did she go up and say, hey, can I have my mom back or uh, what's going on? Uncle Joe know. wants us to take him wherever we go. Like, to, if we go into a oh. party, we were traveling, we go into the beach. I see. So whatever. maybe she was supposed to give him back. Like, maybe oh. maybe Pink was supposed to bless the ashes and then And give then them say, back here's your baggie the, back. Right. So I do know someone that um, they do that. Like, or, and it's. So their son passed away, and so they have some of the ashes, and, like, if they go to the beach, they'll take a little bit and, like, sprinkle a little bit there. Or if they go to, like, you know, a big family gathering somewhere or family vacation, they'll take a little bit, and then they'll sprinkle a little bit there. Hmm. So it's not unheard of that Mm -hmm. people do these kinds of things with the ashes. Right. 
And uh, that's one example of a funeral request. You know, maybe the person who passed made the request, hey, you know, take me to the next Pink concert or something and see if you can get Pink to, I don't know. (laughs) Or maybe they just took it upon themselves. But I bring this up because a list of unusual funeral requests popped up on BuzzFeed. They put together a list of 11 unusual final requests from famous people. And I'll just go through a handful of them. Tupac, for example, his ashes were actually smoked by members of his former group, Outlaws. Yeah, that's gross. I remember them all gathering around and rolling him up in like a blunt and sharing it. Yeah. Gross. Uh, Fred Bauer, the inventor of Pringles potato chips. Who is from Cincinnati, by the way? Who's from Cincinnati? Remember yeah. Pringles potato chips? Yeah, the street Pringle is in Finneytown somewhere, and evidently that's where the name came from. And isn't he in Spring Grove? Uh, I'm not sure. He, well, I know his ashes were buried in a Pringles can, the original flavor Pringles can, so wherever that's buried. I'll look it up. I thought he was at Spring Grove. Uh, Carrie Fisher, the actress who passed away a few years ago, her ashes are held in an urn shaped like a Prozac pill. Okay. That's One of weird. her favorites. Uh, what else? Hunter S. Thompson, who's the author of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Johnny Depp played him in a movie. Well, Johnny Depp, the actor, honored his request to have his ashes fired from a cannon. And if anybody can get that done, it's Johnny Depp. For sure. It says here he is in a suburban Springfield Township Cemetery. Oh. Uh, Bruce Lee, his unusual funeral request was that footage from his actual funeral be used in his last film, Game of Death. And there is a scene where you can actually see his face in the casket. Ooh, that's weird. Do you remember Luke Perry? Yes, of course. I I've, used to love him on 90210. Yeah, I forget that he died. I did too, because he was rather, wasn't he young? Like only 50-something? Yeah, really young. Anyway, he wanted to be eco-friendly, so he had it in his will that he be buried in a mushroom burial suit. Hmm, okay. That's probably similar to the uh, the burlap sack that turns into a tree. Right. Yes. You know, the, the mushrooms decompose him quicker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, put him back into the earth. My mom has expressed wanting to. I'm interested in something. Yeah, like she that. said she wanted to kind of do the tree. She was like, "I want like some of me with each person, like as a part of a tree." Yeah, so I'm just I'm thinking through some of this stuff. I haven't prepared for this. Like, yeah, I have a will, and I got durable power of attorney, medical power of attorney, all the, you know. You have all the legals. I got all the legals as far as who gets what and division of property and all that. And it is up to date. Mm -hmm. But I haven't done any of the funeral stuff. Like, I don't have a plot. Yeah, but do you want a plot or do you want to be cremated and maybe... Jen gets a little, I get a little, Tim gets a little, Kristen gets a little, the kids get a little. You don't want that stuff, do you? I don't know. I no. would take you with me. <laughs> Thank uh, you for the honesty, Tim. I'm, I'm, I'll have great memories. <laughs> I don't need. I yeah, don't I need. It. I don't need a ziplock. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't, my mother was very clear. She she was wanted adamant. to be buried. She wanted right? to be buried. Yeah. And so that was a no brainer for me. The city cemetery, which is very nice and affordable. Hmm. Was able to place her there, and you know, I mean, I've been go- 
I've been riding my bike past there since I was a kid, so. So now you go by and you go, hey, mom. Whenever I'm in town, yeah, I always I always stop by and visit. Yeah, it's interesting to me, though. I think the reason why maybe that part of you is unsettled is because you don't really know where you're going to be. I don't know where I'm going to be living. Right. And also, like, do we do we take you back to Boston and put you with your mother? No. Or, exactly. I don't want to be next door but to that's my That's what mom. I'm saying, though. Do you want to <laughs> be with your mom or do you want to, you know, maybe be cremated and Kristen has you if she... Or does yeah. Kristen's kid take, you know what I mean? Like, right. and you don't know where you guys are going to settle. Like, all of a sudden, if you're buried in Cincinnati, and then her and her whole family moves out west. Right. It's like, Jeff is still in Hyde Park. And that's odd. Maybe yeah. or maybe not. No, I don't know. you're right. I mean, the kids are scattered. They live in three different parts right. of the country right now. And well, we don't know where we're going to be, but we know we want to be with each other. Now, she's made it clear she does want to be cremated. Yes. But that doesn't mean, well, no, she wants her ashes spread at the lake, so. So then that's that's obviously clear, yeah. you know, but also it's like maybe you should think about something like that. Right. Maybe you wouldn't go to Marco Island or someplace that, yeah. you know. You could always change it, too, like put something in place now. Maybe then- we could see if they'll get a spot for you at Carlo and Johnny at the bar. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call Brittany Ruby Miller. <laughs> I, I want my I want my urn placed over the banquet at table thirty. Seriously, is that even an option? I don't know. And every night I'll have her drop you off a little McCall. What is it, McCallan Twelve? Yeah. It might just place the drink right next to it. All right, we're getting somewhere. Are those blue cheese stuffed olives? <laughs> no, that's that's Jeff. That's Jeff. Yeah. What's in there? This is not funny, but it is very funny. Anyways, I don't know, but I feel like that's probably why you don't really know. The same thing with us. Like, we have a kid. Like, Scott and I both have a kid. And his dad is buried at Arlington with his grandma, and his mom has her plot there. And he's like, I don't really know if I want to do that. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think that's why it's always up in the air. Mary says, I took some of the ashes of my dad and stepfather and put them in jewelry. I've heard that, yeah. Jen has done that, I think, with her pets. Yeah, there's a place that you can get jewelry done, uh, like these crystal globes, and they also do it, like you said, for pets and stuff, too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Very neat. All right, well, moving on. This is kind of a cool story. There is a real-life Barbie Malibu dream house that has been listed on Airbnb, and they released a big publicity thing about it yesterday. You can actually stay there for two nights for free with two guests. It is three stories high, and it has some of the cool coolest features I've ever heard where of is in it? my life. It's in Malibu. Oh, it's in that's Malibu. Where, okay. That's where Barbie's dream house is. Well, I know, but Malibu. I wasn't sure if this was, you know, there's a Golden Girls one in Pleasant Ridge. Yeah, so no. I wasn't <laughs> this sure is where... in Malibu. Okay. This is really cool. It's got an outdoor disco dance floor and an infinity pool with floaties that spell out Ken. Nice. Ken is kind of hosting this entire thing, and he does a video where he's like, welcome to the kingdom. Um, and then they also have a balcony that's got an ocean view. They have a Wild West themed room called the Kingdom Saloon. And so they're giving this away on Airbnb. You got to go online. And the other thing you can possibly do is you can get your own yellow and pink Impala uh, skates. They have a surfboard there. The listing is going to go up on July the 17th at 10 a.m. And then it's going to be a big donation for Save the Children. Oh, very cool. I know. It's a big charity event. And if you are one of the few people who has actually been enjoying watching Lily Rose Depp and The Weeknd have kinky sex on HBO every week, we got some bad news for you this morning. The season finale of The Idol will air this coming Sunday after five episodes. 
And that's got fans confused because it was originally announced there would be six episodes. So what happened to the other episode? And that doesn't mean HBO ditched an episode to get the show off the air sooner. I guess there was just a bunch of behind-the-scenes chaos earlier this year. And after some members of the creative team were replaced and plans changed, so did the episode count. There is still no word from HBO on a second season, but pretty much everyone involved on and off the record are saying highly unlikely. Okay. And that is your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Coney Island. Join us Monday, July 3rd for Coney Island's 53rd annual Balloon Glow. DJ K is going to be spinning. I was just talking to him yesterday about this. He can't wait to get out there. Yeah, they got a they got a full itinerary of events planned yeah. throughout the day. Lots of fun stuff. So we'll get you in. Get you hooked up. It's all straight ahead. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Coming up around 7.40, we got, let's see, Chapter 7 in our Taylor Swift mystery. We'll drop at 7.40. Pay attention to the details. Because uh, we'll take, we're going to ask you a question after it airs and take caller 20. If you call her 20, you answer correctly. You're one step closer to winning four tickets to the Saturday show, Taylor Swift, Paycor Stadium. I can't wait to see who is today's character. I've been following along with this. I was out all last week and I went on to WKRQ.com because I missed everyone and I listened to them all on Saturday morning while I was drinking coffee and just was laughing so hard at all of our ability and inability to act. So what did you think of Mitt Mimmerman's? I thought you did fantastic yesterday, Tim. Yeah. I, so sometimes Jen likes to poke him a little bit. Jen is a really good voice actress. She should have. She should do that. Well, we talked about her role before she went in the studio and recorded that. And she said, you know, what do you think? Like, where, where do you think I should draw my character from? I said, I think you just, you go to the max. Like, you just go over the top oh, with she it. Totally just have did. fun with it. Well, and as a cat mom, I could see why she's taking it very personal that someone has stolen Olivia Benson. Because I told her, I said, look, as the narrator, as like the voice guy, I'm supposed to be shooting it straight down the middle. So I'm supposed to be like plain Jane, vanilla, just... You know, read yes. it, read it straight. Rip and read, buddy. Right. So you have to be like over the top just so that there's some contrast there, you know? Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going out. That's what I'm going to do. Well, and she did great because Jen's episode, which is online, she's like on the phone or something and she's talking about the cat. The she's cat frantic. The cat. Oh, yeah. She, she tapped into her <laughs> in her mama cat. She sure did. Also, I think you can make that a drinking game every time she says the cat just have a little sipper. But I like how she sometimes, like when she pokes Tim, it kind of puts him on the defensive and he he starts getting riled up. You know, you can see him getting excited like he did in the episode. Yep. 
Oh, of... you jet you're in Jen's episode? No, 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 no. no that I... was yesterday's episode. Oh. He's saying just on a normal day around here. Oh, she oh. pokes me a little bit, but I also poke her too about her interesting food choices. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and number of cats. Yeah. Are you guys ready to play faker for real? Yeah, sure. In a minute. Okay. I'm getting to it. <laughs> oh, I was ready. You know what I'm doing. I thought you were talking about something else. Well, because my faker for real is Taylor Swift themed. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Uh, no, but uh, that anyway comes up at 740, so we'll play that for you. And then if you miss it, if you happen to miss it, you can listen to it online, but you want to hear it at 740. And you definitely want to listen online because it's just great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got Faker for Real coming up next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. It's enough we got to gear up for 4th of July, which is another wasted American holiday. <laughs> they ruined it. They ruined it. No longer in this country are we the people. Ever. And fireworks is the perfect example of that. What runs this country? Corporations. What runs 4th of July? Corporations! I don't want to be on the bridge and have to show up at 2 in the afternoon because by 7 in the afternoon, there's 400,000 people. Fireworks in 11 more hours. We drove from Wisconsin to see these. And then anyone that ever does that has been to those celebrations once. Because you realize it's the dumbest event ever. Once you get caught going, wow, that one looked like it almost landed on us, right? This must be the grand finale. All right, 10 after 7, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Weatherwise, mix of sun and clouds today. It'll be fairly breezy. See a high around 77. Right now, it's 63 at Q102. And it is time for fake or for real. We have three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline, and you are going to head over to Coney Island. They are doing that giant balloon glow. Kay is going to be there. They have a full day of activities, everything from the water park all the way through to fireworks at night. You're going to every year. It. Yep, it's such a good time. Uh, so is the real headline A. FedEx is being accused of pulling a Ferris Bueller and rolling back odometers to sell more used trucks. Is it B, a radio station employee is fired after he walks out of a meeting refusing to eat cookies and make Taylor Swift friendship bracelets? <laughs> oh, boy. Or is it C, two lovers show up at a local ER with a cat attached to each of their fingers, claim they just can't shake it off? 513-749-2320. This is not pivotal. <laughs> Caller 20. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hello. Hey, 
Hello. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm great. How are you guys? Excellent. Good. Good. All right, Amber, three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline. You're headed to Coney Island to go swimming and watch fireworks and giant balloons. Is the real headline A, FedEx is being accused of pulling a Ferris Bueller and rolling back odometers to sell more used trucks. Is it B, a radio station employee is fired after he walks out of a meeting, refusing to eat cookies and make Taylor Swift friendship bracelets? Or is it C, two lovers show up at a local ER with a cat attached to each of their fingers, claim they just can't shake it off? Um, I'll go with A, the FedEx. It is A. Nice work. Congratulations. You're going to have a blast at Coney Island. I'm going to hook you up with those tickets, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Hang on. All right, so here's the story. Have you heard about the trouble FedEx is in with the odometers on their old delivery trucks? It kind of reminds me of that scene from Ferris Bueller where they try to roll back the miles oh, yeah. on the dad's Ferrari. On Cam's dad's Ferrari, yeah. By putting it in reverse, except this is a much bigger deal. A new lawsuit accuses them of rolling back the odometers on thousands of old delivery trucks and then selling them for more than they were worth. Mm. They used to scrap their trucks when they would hit 350,000 miles. But the lawsuit says that around 2011, they created a new revenue stream and started selling them. They would send them to auctions where people would buy them and turn them into things like food trucks. But they're accused of subtracting a ton of mileage Wow. First. I didn't even know that was... A really a thing that happens that you can get in there and turn it back. Well, I don't know that. I mean, maybe it is easy to do. It's it's certainly illegal. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And a commercial truck dealer in Nevada says he found out about it after he sold an old FedEx truck back in 2017. Over the last several years, I've noticed that some of the commercial trucks that have been going through my dealership had uh, issues with the odometers. The FedEx contractor contacted me and said, hey, what are you trying to pull here? And I said, what's wrong? And he said, I took this into Freightliner and had the vehicle hooked up to their computer, and it has over 400,000 miles, and your odometer says 180,000 miles. Whoa. Yeah, so a bunch of food truck owners are now suing FedEx and a company they worked with called Holman Automotive, H-O-L-M-A-N, Holman Automotive. Uh, And if what they're accused of is true, it could be the largest odometer fraud scheme in U.S. history. Oh, my gosh. But evidently, if they are able to somehow get in there and fudge the odometer, like roll back the miles somehow, sort of tampering with it, there is a way that you can hook it up to a computer and see, A, if it's been tampered with, and B, what the real mileage is. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that was a thing either. Yeah, that's how they got busted. So we'll continue to follow that. It's 19 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q1. We got a classic second date update coming up in a minute. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson, and she's got your latest traffic. Drew is in need of a second date update this morning, and that's kind of what we do. We try to help people out who feel that they're being blown off after what was otherwise a successful date. Drew, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Happy to. Yeah, it's, it's really not a super exciting story. Um, you know, I met a girl on Tinder. Um, we went out for drinks, and I thought we got along like really great. 
And, um, you know, we were messaging back on Tinder for about a day or so. And, you know, then we met up on Friday and hung out for a couple of hours. It was really great. Super casual, laid back, kind of relaxed vibe. You know, the conversation was really good. And, I mean, I thought she was really cute. And she just, you know, made several comments about my appearance. So I was also getting the vibe that she was attracted to me. So, yeah, I mean, she was definitely flirting with me. Like, the, the vibes were there. And she had to leave eventually, obviously. And I guess she had a party to go to with her friends or something. I told her, you know, I'd call her later. She's like, yeah, that's cool. So, all right, I called her later. She didn't answer. And then I texted her a couple times and called her once more, even kind of after that. And she hasn't gotten back to me. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, we had a great date. So I'm pretty confused. I want to, I want to know what's up. So it was two meetups then. The first time was over drinks. And then you chatted back and forth on Tinder some more and then met up again. Did I hear that right? Oh, no, it was one meetup. And then we had the conversations on Tinder leading to the one meetup that was really awesome. And then, you know, we said that we'd hang out again. And gotcha. I let her, I know that I'd call her. Yeah. Okay. But she didn't hit me up after, you know, I'd said it was a really nice time, you know, and then I called her and she didn't hit me up. So, right. yeah, there was just no follow-up and no second date planned. It's really weird. Did you get a sense from her that she's kind of a flake, you know, that she's real hot and cold? Because she kept talking about how attractive you are. And then to go cold like that all of a sudden just makes me think, oh, she found someone who's even more attractive. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that type of person. Yeah, I didn't get the, I mean, look, (laughs) I don't ever really know flakes when I see them in the the beginning. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's hard to tell. I mean, it looked like we were into each other, so who knows? That's what you guys are for. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We're the experts here, and that should scare you. Well, I'll tell you what, unless there's anything else that you think is pertinent that we need to know, because I assume if there was an awkward moment or anything that went wrong or that maybe it wasn't your finest moment, you've thought of it. Not not really. Like, it was really a very normal, cool date. That's why I'm so kind of perplexed. All right. Well, then we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call her up and we'll see what distracted her and why she's suddenly gone MIA. As Second Date Update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Drew met Leslie on Tinder, and when they got together, it definitely felt like she was attracted to him big time because, well, she kept mentioning, she kept talking about his appearance, and he was getting that vibe. And eventually she had to split because she had a party to go to with some friends, but the plan was they were going to try to reconvene. They talked about rendezvousing later anyway, and so he just assumed he'd be hearing from her sooner than later and then that never happened so he reached out and she never responded and the last time he talked to her was what last friday yeah that's when the date was so then we kind of left it off on on what i thought was a great terms and i thought i'd hear from her again just nothing nothing still okay let's call her and see what's going on here Hi, Leslie. Hi, yeah. There she is. How you doing this morning? It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. Hi, Leslie. Good morning. Hello. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Hi. We catching you at a bad time? No, I'm just surprised to hear from you. Well, we do that every now and then. We, we call random folks just to check in, introduce ourselves. 
see if they've ever heard of our show, if they're fans. And if they're not, we try to convince them to be. <laughs> yeah. <A little> campaigning. <laughs> well, I, I am a fan. <laughs> oh, good. Hi, guys. Okay. Happy to hear that. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah. Are you familiar with Second Date Update? I, I am, yeah. That's convenient because we spoke with someone who you got together with and they would like to see you again or at least get an explanation from you as to why it seems like you're blowing them off. Do you remember Drew? Yeah, I remember Drew. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any potential there? Because he was under the impression the last time he saw you that you two were going to reconnect and it never happened. And I guess he's reached out more than once and there's been nothing from you. So I don't know if you just, you've been busy or you're not good at getting back to people or. No, I mean, to be honest, like he's definitely like a good looking guy. I sleep with him for sure. But he said that he was like looking for more of a relationship and. Honestly, for me, it's just not what I'm looking for right now. It's just, I, I need a guy with, like, better plans for the future. Oh. Yeah. Did he tell you what he did for a living? Uh, I don't think Mm-mm. so, no. We didn't really ask, we didn't ask either. Ask, yeah. yeah. So, like, he works at a car wash, which is, like, fine. I'm, I'm not knocking it. And, like, you know, if he had, like, a goal to, like, open up his own business, own car wash or something I, I think I'd be okay with that but he, he like thinks he's going to make millions going on game shows it's just it's just not my what? thing like he, he spends all of his free time he says practicing so he, he says he watches everything on like the game show network and that he's in touch with the network like he's expecting a callback soon for the hundred thousand pyramid. The hundred thousand oh. dollar pyramid. Isn't that the one Michael Strahan hosts? Doesn't he host that one? Oh, on the show he? network. He does the pyramid show. Yeah, yeah. 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 That actually has has been making a big comeback though. Game shows. I feel like I'm seeing more They're commercials cheap to produce. for them. They're cheap to produce. Well, I we get you. emails from casting directors all the time asking us to promote, like if they're doing a casting call or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. they're always looking for people. And if this is something he's passionate about. And he practices, and he's one of those people that is really quick on his feet and has all this random knowledge. I don't know. There might be something there. There might be something there. I've had to take the Game Show Network away from my mother. Oh, you oh. have? Yes, because she will sit there and watch that and get very angry at the contestants when they don't get the really obvious oh. answers. And I just, I, I get worried about her blood pressure, and I'm like, Mom, this is meant for enjoyment, not to get all fired up and that's feisty so over The Pyramid Game, though, that's the one that they have the celebrities on a lot, too, right? There's a couple that have celebrities on it but yeah i've been watching the game show network a lot oh i so, used to love the game show yeah, network yeah leah remini hosts a show and hers is hers isn't very good no and she's not a very good host you could do such a better job jeff at her job oh yeah well you drew would be good talk to us about this game show passion you have well i will be the next ken jennings it's a hundred percent gonna happen. There's no doubt about it. Just wait and see. You'll you'll come around. Is Jeopardy uh, your favorite game show? Uh, Jeopardy. Yeah, I like Jeopardy. How Jeopardy do you feel great. about Cash Explosion from the Ohio Lottery? Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Any of these are gonna put money in my bank account. Just watch. I'm gonna make bank. You know. But in the meantime. Did you say you'd be willing to sleep with me? Yeah, that's what I, I caught that, too, at the that's very beginning. Funny. I'm like, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> go out with me. Don't go out with me. That's all I needed to hear. I, I, yeah, I would sleep with you. Yeah, well, I'm down with that. 
Well, that's assuming you had a little more direction, though, right, Leslie? Like, didn't you just say, A, he wants more of a relationship than you want right now, and B, he's a little directionless, so if you were going to get involved with him, you'd want someone who maybe had a backup plan to game shows? Not if it's just casual. (laughs) I can just do casual with a game show nerd. (laughs) But, Drew, would you be okay with keeping it casual? She seems to think that you want more. I'm open to casual with Leslie. Okay, hey, we interesting. Just this has really turned. Okay. What do you know? All right, Drew, you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel bad for those contestants that do like really, really great in the qualifying rounds. And you could tell they're they're stepping they're in. in it. Like, yeah, they're stepping in. And they think they're going to win that 50 grand or that $100,000. And then they totally blow it. And you could tell they're about ready to break into tears, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that makes me wonder if there are people who have been planning this whole time to make their millions on the game show network tour. You know, yeah, because they do go on a lot of them. It's like if you get on one and you're a really good, good contest- contestant. I remember that with The Price is Right. Remember that documentary yeah. about the guy that did all the episodes of The Price is Right? And he just constantly was like putting himself out there, putting himself out there. And he got on like, I don't know, three times, four times, something like that. And you got to have the right level of enthusiasm. You got to be like sure. me. Be very conversational. I should go on a game show. That's right. That's the thing. I mean, you do have to have personality plus, and like it or not, Fritz has got personality plus. (laughs) Yeah, she could be a great game show contestant. I've never been on a game show except for that one time that we all did that family feud style game down at the... what is it, the Fountain Square? Remember, yeah. we had a little thing like that. But, man, would that be fun? I would even argue, Drew, that you know, I don't know what your personality I mean, we've only spoken to you on the phone, but I would say personality is even more important than knowledge in many cases. Yeah. Well, definitely oh, yeah. outside of Jeopardy. Yeah, right. for sure. Absolute fool of yourself in the best way to get noticed and get picked. And you you know how it goes. You, you just got to, you can't you can't be afraid to be judged. You just do it. You just yeah. you know, put it out there. Yeah, you know the drill. Now, are you interested only in being like a solo dude on game shows or are you going to get like a team and do a family feud or like America Says? Have you guys seen that one? America Says? Uh, No. No. Oh, yeah. That's a doozy on the game show network. They'll be like, America Says, name a hot spot to go on vacation. And then they'll have like Gatlinburg. Well, Florida. they'll have the first letter World. of all Lake of the Tahoe. answers. And there'll be like 10 different answers on the board. Okay. And you have to guess <laughs> what all these answers were by going just from the first letter. On what America said. It's, it's kind of like Family thing. Feud. Kind of, but they give you a little bit of a hint. You get a hint. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We're going to pay for your next meetup. We'll set it up with Drew. Leslie, you'll be hearing from him. And now that we got all this figured out, he's going to be a famous game show person someday. <laughs> and you guys are just going to keep it casual, which you're going to regret when he's a rich man That's making right. Ken Jennings kind of money. Just saying. <laughs> Thank you. We wish you both the best of luck, though. Thanks for coming on Second Date Update, you guys. Thank you. So, if we can ever do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Hi, what can I do for you? You gotta ask yourself one question. Oh, yeah, what's that? Do I feel lucky? Say what? Well, do you punk? It is your lucky day because today is National Bingo Day. Bingo! Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Celebrate National Bingo Day by finding a local bingo hall for a day of games. Happy National Bingo Day. Bingo! Showtime! Yeah, we'll get all the national fake holidays out of the way. It's National (laughs) Bingo Day. 
It is National Sunglasses Day. Happy okay. National Sunglasses Day. And it's also National Onion Day. You know Yuck. what? I like all three of those things. Mm. There you go. I will not be participating in Onion Day. But it's Day. also a significant anniversary of sorts today. Yeah, so today the U.S. Air Force is honoring 100 years of aerial refueling. We're talking about the tanker planes that carry gas and they fuel the fighter jets while they're flying in the air. It happened this day in 1923. The U.S. Army Air Service accomplished the first aerial refueling. So, how isn't are th- that cool? That's you pretty mind like, blowing. Don't you see it in the movies though a lot? Like, I feel like that's something that they showcase. Top Gun. Yes, like in Top Gun, like we're almost out of fuel. Yeah, and then they show yeah. them how they line up and refuel it. They did it cool. in Air Force One too. Yeah. Remember that with Harrison Ford? So, oh yeah. They are going to celebrate today by doing an aerial flyover and refueling, I believe, right over Paycor Stadium. It's going to happen around 1120 this morning. You'll be able to spot a KC-135 Strato tanker and an F-16 Fighting Falcons will be flying over Paycor 1120. Uh, It's also going to fly over the U.S. Air Force Museum in Dayton around 11. They're going to do one over Cleveland. They're going to do some stuff over West Virginia, but they're doing it all over the country today. But this is when it's going to be here. So if you're downtown working or in northern Kentucky and you're like, what the hell is going on in the air over us yeah. right now? You're, we're not being invaded. No, it's this big tanker plane and Take some F-16s. Lunch, though. Wouldn't that be so cool to see? I wish I was around to see it today. Yeah. We're going to be in Cleves. Me and Roy, 11 to 1. Uh, we're going to be... Oh, you might see it. Do you see I'm it? hoping that we can see just at least them flying by or something. That yeah, would be cool. that would be cool. But yeah. we'll be at the Skyline from 11 to 1. Make a donation to Cincinnati Animal Care for their Kitty City we're talking cat food, cat nip, cat litter, cat toys. While we're there for those two hours, throw it in the box and we'll put your name in, in the digital hopper for two tickets to Taylor Swift. What time is the one over pay core? Did you say 11? 1120. 1120. Yep. 11 o'clock in Dayton, 11:20 over pay core. Get down there, Jeff, right. and take some pics. Yeah, I might <laughs> actually do that. You want pics? You want video? Whatever. Both. If I, I can like shoot some social. video. <laughs> yeah, what was it they did? They, uh, they did a flyover recognizing first responders during COVID. Yeah. That was pretty cool too. And uh, I, at the time was living over by Cincinnati children's and was able to get some good video of that. But we also had a heads up. Yeah. Especially if you work downtown, can you imagine like if you're working in the Inquirer building or one of those buildings along, you know, the Scripps building along. Yeah. All of a sudden what's going on. Yeah. That would be neat. Okay. It's 10 after eight, Jeff and Jen and. Uh, we got a handful of other random stories to get to here this morning. Controversial things people pretend to hate. Also, what is the laxative effect? And is that something you get from shopping at TJ Maxx and Target? What? It is Tuesday, the 27th of June of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. We also got to give a little happy birthday shout out to our very own Molly Watson, who's probably in the car driving in. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Molly. Molly. All right, before we get to those stories, how do you feel about small talk? Like chit-chatting with some random person at a party. Love it or hate it? I love it. 
I like to learn things about people, and I am honestly that person that goes to a party. I will talk to someone I never met before and know everything about them within about 20 minutes. So do I. Yeah. It depends. <laughs> depends on where I'm at mentally. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how much they're willing to give up. If you've had a couple of Michigan vitamins, you're not in the mood to talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah. How interesting are you? I want to know. I also am like, did you know that guy? Oh, my God, Jeff. You will never believe it. I met this guy, Tim. He is from Detroit. His parents did. The, and then guess what else? He worked at blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you lost me at Detroit. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a little joke. <laughs> no, I I love people's story. I love hearing you yeah. know, kind of how they got to where they are and their background. I, I'm curious. And sometimes, you know, there's a limit to that, mm-hmm. depending on how deep it goes. But. I do feel like you will max out on the chit-chat time. Yeah, I do. Where you it have that. It's a wall. But I feel like that's for most people, not just you. Like, people in general will be like, well, great chat. And then they just yep. find something else to do. I'm going to grab, you know what? I'm going to grab a drink. Yeah, no, it was good <laughs> talking to you. Nice meeting you. And then you don't talk ever again. And then, yeah, and then I just avoid him the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people love chit-chat. Some people hate it. A new poll found that most of us are fine with it. But the most common response was basically, well, it's something to do. <laughs> 35% of us either like or love chit-chatting with people. 24% dislike or hate it. And 37% are neutral. They're just kind of going through the motions on that front. But most most of us think we're pretty good at it, though. Yeah, if you never know what to talk about, the poll covered that, too. It asked six different topics. And here they are ranked from most to least popular. Uh, your hobbies or theirs. 44% of us think that is a good conversation starter. I also like chit-chat with people who I know. Like, one of my favorite things to do, and this is something that occasionally came up with the Baru dinners that we did, is, you know, there would be someone from work who would be there, uh, like Debbie from our sales department, who I work with. And I've known Debbie for years, but I so seldom get to interact or see her that it's kind of nice to catch up and learn this, that, or the other thing about people who, that you work with every day, but you, you don't know much about them outside of the workplace. When we did that Reds day game with the the staff. When the fun committee put together a fun party for you guys. One of my takeaways afterwards, I was like, I actually like them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was funny because it was Debbie also who said, you know, like sometimes I needed reminded about all the fun people I work with. Right. And that's the truth. Like, you know, we have some new people on our staff like Jordan and some other new people that you don't really get to talk to very often. But you go out and you have like a beer and a, you know, Queen City sausage and you're just like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Because the air staff talks all the time to each other. Right. That's all we do is talk around here. (laughs) It's true. I mean, we got certain (laughs) quadrants of the building that are sort of departmentally specific and... Yes. Uh, sometimes we don't interact as much, but, you know, that's, all. The, I guess, the whole point of the fun committee. And that why is correct, are... Jeff. That is part of the fun of the fun committee, my friend, there is just getting go. people together for organized socialization. That's right. For socialization. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I love that it's optional. Yeah. You're not making Jeff. us good. It's not mandatory. <laughs> Jeff's favorite part about the fun committee is that he doesn't have to participate. <laughs> you know what I have so much fun How doing? Avoiding. That? <laughs> not having fun. What are some of your people? favorite hobbies? Avoiding. <laughs> Avoiding fun <Avoidance>. committee. <laughs> 
Listen, the fun committee is fun. It really is. It is fun. And we have some really great things planned. I love hearing about it. Yeah, and just not going. <laughs> How'd it go yesterday? I heard it went well. <laughs> you would have loved that Reds game, though. And I know you would have gone if you would have been in town. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I know. Yeah. I know. Jen, Jen, a couple weeks ago, she said, are you doing that softball game? I'm like, when is it? She told me the date. I'm like, oh, I'm out of town. Is she going to do it? No. Why? She should. She is an athlete. She is the official athlete of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. She says she is. Minus Tim, who also was a swimmer. Were you a varsity athlete? I was. Yeah, see? I mean, but Jen Bowling played. and swimming. But see, Jen did tennis and basketball and softball. She did all the ball sports. Mm-hmm. Also played, also played softball on the church what? league for a while. I was in marching. Um, she did all the ball sports. Yeah. Tim was in swimming and bowling. Look at these shoulders. <laughs> Those are bowling shoulders. <sighs> but I did marching band, so I was in color guard, so I lettered in that. And I was, you know, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Academics. So my friend Lisa's son, Giovanni, Giovanni is a bowler, and... So I knew her for years in Florida, and then I moved away. She got married, and she had a couple of kids. And her oldest son, he's a he's about to become a senior in high school, and she's taking him on college visits. And the guy is like a super mad bowler. Like, oh, he's being great. recruited by colleges. That's Dude, awesome. That Evidently, is the that's way a to thing. go, yes. But who knew? Like, Our nephews I didn't just know. got into it. And evident, what's that university? It's not in, uh, it's not in Toledo, but it's kind of south of Toledo. Bowling Green, you or Ohio Northern Bowling University? Green. Is that what it is? No, it's not Bowling Green, although that would make sense. Uh, yeah, Northern. It's it's near Lima somewhere. Yeah, he's looking at that school and a couple of others. Uh, I want to say Wichita State. Yeah, but that's the way to get in, guys. Bowling and golf—two things that you can do throughout your entire life. Yeah, that both have senior leagues. Well, and I was talking to him. I'm like, so how'd you get into it? Like, was your dad really into it? He goes, no. And I know Lisa's not into it. And she said, well, I kind of played, but he just, he just took to it. He really liked it. And he said, yeah. And he said, I was too thin and skinny to play football. I would have been killed. And this is like the one sport I was really good at. And I just that's great. kept playing. I said, do you enjoy it? Or is your mom making you? I'm looking at her. <laughs> and he goes, no, I legit really love it. Mm-hmm. You know, he travels all over the country. They do they do. That's wonderful. Me and my brother bowled for high school just because we could get three games, pizza, and a pop for eight bucks every Monday at three. <laughs> the only reason <laughs> I joined the bowling team was so that I got out of marching band practice. There you go. And I only did it for, I think, two or three years. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Bailey loves small talk and chit-chatting with bartenders. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there you go. That's got to be that's kind of helped pass the time for them, I would think, too, no? Yeah. Also, I think sometimes they find it very annoying. Like, you know, when they're like, oh, my God, these people just want to keep talking to me. Yeah. So, buddy of mine, uh, we were chit-chatting yesterday, and he was telling me he and his wife were going to Tucson. hmm And I was like, oh, Tucson. Guess what I heard about Tucson yesterday? And I started talking about how the Tucson Police Department there is hiring civilians to serve as detectives. Yes. They're 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 recruiting people who are really into true crime, have a real passion for true crime. Mm-hmm. And they're actually getting some police academy training. You know, they've created positions, basically civilian positions as investigators. They don't have 
the power to make arrests and they're not confronting suspects directly, but they are able to examine crime scenes and they're paying these folks like 22 to 30 bucks an hour to to do case studies, help solve cases. Yeah. And I just, I thought that was a really innovative, cool idea. And I said, I just thought you might find that interesting since you're going to do something. What do you say? Week. No, he was really <laughs> fascinated. He said, oh, I thought you were going to tell me they were hiring social workers. He oh. said, but that's really interesting. And that is kind of innovative and cool. And it's the first police agency in the country that I'm aware of that's doing that. That is awesome. But I brought that up because that's a thing that guys like to do when they're chit-chatting and doing small talks. Current events is one of the biggest topics that the, the men tend to gravitate toward. And that was an example that I brought up yesterday. Travel is another one. Politics, uh, like, religion on there? Politics and religion is not on there. <laughs> that's when it starts to deteriorate. It dwindles. Or maybe they get a little too comfortable with you and they just assume that you share the same political beliefs as they do. Oh, yeah. And then it goes. And they start vomiting at the mouth. And then you go, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And you just dip. Well, it was good talking to you. I'm going to grab a little. I'm going to grab a second round here. (laughs) No, but I'll see you around. (laughs) The weather, which kind of seems like a last resort topic. Showbiz or entertainment. Oh, no, I got the lowdown on Cardi B. Let me just set you straight on that. Work or school, and 6% said they would not want to talk about any of that stuff. So I'm assuming they're probably in that group who just hate small talk in general. Yeah, they just don't want to talk to you at all. They just want to sit there and listen to the music and do a slow sip. I love getting to know people. It's just once I've reached my max of I'm ready to leave this party or I'm ready to leave, whatever, that's when it's, oh, my God. I it's can't not do, you. I, I it's can't, this party. I can't do it. I, I just can't do it. I'm going to go sit on the porch. I'm out of gas. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah. I'll be in the car. <laughs> Chris but doesn't want to leave. I mean, I'm just going to Uber home. Yes. Or maybe I'll take the car. He can Uber home. Yeah. I take the car and then tell Scott, spend the night. I'll come get you tomorrow. That's right. Because I know he's going to be up way late. And the host is like, wait, I don't want him on my couch. Oh, they're always like, oh, it's fine. Okay, so imagine walking into a TJ Maxx or a Target. Yep, I'm ready. What is the first sensation you get? I'm so excited. I have to check out the dollar bin. I get the smell, (laughs) which is not bad, but that's the first thing that hits me. When you walk in? Is the smell of the place. And some people get that sense of excitement, like when Jen, even if she's not specifically looking for anything, mm-hmm. she is a shopper to her core. Hmm. And so that that stimulates the senses. You know what's weird with the smell thing, just talking about this? Uh, last week, I was looking for something really specific, and nobody had it, and I was like, you know what? I'm driving past Gabe's okay. on Harrison Avenue over on the west side. I was oh, like, yeah. You know what? Maybe they'll have it. I'm right here. I'm going to run in. And I I ran in there. They didn't have what I was looking for. But I believe that used to be an old Kmart at some point. Mm -hmm. And it triggered me being. vibes. The smell in there was the same as the Kmart. Like popcorn? On 13 Mile Road when I was a little kid, like running in with my mom. And I was like, oh, my God. All these memories started coming back. (laughs) That is so weird. The smell, though, is different. Like if you go into like a. TJ Maxx or not, like Target has like usually mm-hmm. Starbucks up front. So yep. sometimes it smells like 
popcorn and coffee or like snacks. Right. You're like going to Sears. Yeah. You know, it smells like tires and, and popcorn oil. in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I like about Target is the bright lights. Like yeah. It's nice and bright in there. It never, it never felt like it was too cramped or crowded in there like Kmart kind of did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the reason I'm asking this is because a TikTok went viral where a woman walks in with TJ Maxx and suddenly needs to take a number two. What? Yeah, and apparently other people can relate because, you know, here I am talking about all these senses and things that it triggers when you walk into the place. Maybe it's the smell. Maybe it's the smell of the popcorn. Maybe it's the sense of excitement or going to the dollar bin. For her, she needs to use the restroom. (laughs) She gets so excited she's got to go number two. That's pretty interesting. That's a real thing. There are thousands of comments about what's known as the laxative effect of certain stores like these. And it, it, it's not—it's it, not a form of disparagement. It, it's just a thing, and some employees of these stores even say they're aware of it. Ooh, uh, I definitely only... have deuced it up in a TJ's before. Oh, just because you're so excited. The only people that I, I don't think... even know that you're excited. I think no, it just, just had to go. It's—it's it's just a trigger. It just somehow. hits you, right? It triggers. I remember when I was like potty training my kid. That was always definitely would happen. <laughs> I would try to get her to of go course you do. number two for hours. And then you would take and her then where? I, wherever. It didn't matter. Kroger, um, TJ Maxx, Target, the like dropping my car off at Honda. And she'd be like, I got to go to the potty. And, and you're like, of course you do. Right. Because we're in public now. It just happens. I think it's, you're right. It must just be some sort of like anxiety thing or social thing well it isn't just tj maxx and target people say it also includes ross barnes and noble macy's home goods and michael's among others so why is this happening especially when many people otherwise try to avoid using public restrooms yeah like all together that's how i am there are some theories some say Maybe it is the adrenaline rush of being in their favorite store. Mm-hmm. Others think, ah, I think it's the coffee I'm sipping as I'm shopping because I always sip oh, coffee yeah. when I shop and I think that's what's triggering it. And others guess that it might have to do with all the walking. Still, oh, yeah. Still others, you know how I said I walk into Target, I love the brightness of it. It could be the fluorescent lights, but it doesn't make me want to take a number two, though. Mm-hmm. But it affects people in different ways. There is a gut doctor, uh, Dr. Rao, who says, Dr. Sapria Rao, who says there's not enough definitive research on the connection between discount department stores and emptying your bowels necessarily. But it could be a surge in emotion where you're entering a new large space. You could be feeling a sense of anxiety. Or maybe it is excitement, or maybe it's a sense of overstimulation, and that tension starts getting things moving in the digestive tract. And yeah. that's why all of a sudden you're like, damn gotta it. Go. I gotta go. That must be also why men are always in the portalettes at sporting events. Well. <laughs> all of the excitement. Oh, no. I don't know. That always weirds me out, too. I'm like, who can go number two in a portalette? Not, not me. Emergen- Just emerg- in life. Emergency purposes only. Like, I don't even yeah. want to go in there. I think I would rather pee in front of a group of people than to go in a portalette sometimes. And people are going number two in there. Yeah. Just not cool. Yeah. <laughs>
And they all seem to do it before I get in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like right before you walk in. All right. Well, coming up in the next half hour, controversial things people <laughs> pretend to hate. But up next, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. Hey, Tandy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. How are you at small talk? I'm pretty good, usually, yeah. Yeah? We yeah. Run, into, run into each other at a party, and uh, you see me kind of standing there by myself, no one really to talk to. How would you break the ice? Uh, I'd probably come up and ask you how your day was going and go from there. Uh, it's going fine. <laughs> All right, sounds good. See it it kind of helps when they're engaged. Yeah, yeah. got to go to the bathroom now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. That was quick. You're like, do they want an honest answer, or how do I, how do I approach yeah. this? I don't know. Yeah. Well, how's your summer going? Summer's going well so yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah, you're working. You're taking some time off. You're going on vacation. Um, I'm working from home. Um, we are going to see Ed Sheeran actually in Nashville next month. Oh, that's, oh, that's fun. fun. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. Holler and swaller. That's what they do in yes. Nashville. <laughs> yeah. You heard about how Khalid got into a, a little car wreck and uh, could not open for Ed Sheeran. At, where was that? In Baltimore someplace? I and so, so Ed yeah, Sheeran had to, he had to open for himself. He was his own opening act. So the way he played that was he did a, an acoustic set. Which oh, I thought wow. was cool that they would not have otherwise seen something special. Yeah. I'll take that. Happen. Yeah, <laughs> but he kind of steps up like that. You He's know? a creative yeah. dude. He, he legit enjoys performing. Look yeah. at that. We just so had a little. <laughs> we just had a little conversation about Ed Sheeran. Look at that. <laughs> well, we're gonna try to win you a thousand dollars. What kind of work do you do? Just curious. I, I actually work in qualitative research, so I conduct focus groups and market research interviews. You do all that from home? Yeah, I do focus groups online and, and individual interviews for oh. different companies. Yeah. That sounds fun. Is you, that fun? Yeah. I think I would like that. Sure. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So you're kind of trained to make small talk and ask questions and interview people. Absolutely, yes. Oh. yes. So what do you love about this toothpaste? Is it too foamy? <laughs> do you no, like the three the, colors? Well, the, the worst is when people say, yeah, I like it. You're like, okay, can you expand on yeah. that? Well, what did you like about it? I get it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Just the taste, I guess. I like the color. The package was purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How about working from home? Like, do you do you miss the change of environment? Would you rather get up, get dressed, go into an office someplace, or would do you prefer well, working at home? It's kind of 50-50. My, with my job, I used to travel all the time, so I wasn't really going to an office. I would travel around doing focus groups. But since COVID, it's kind of all become virtual. So Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I'm, it was good talking to you. I'm going to go get a drink, but I'll be around. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sure I'll see you. She's like, do I get to play the game or uh, what's happening now? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're going to let you get back to work. So. Yeah, we have a chance for you to win $1,000 here. I have an envelope. I'm going to open it up. We're going to see what your letter is. If you can answer 10 questions that begin with the letter I'm about to reveal, you will win $1,000. A couple keys to winning. Uh, first off, you can't use the same answer more than once. Um, and also, pass as quickly as possible because you can always come back to it if you can't think of it right off the top of your head. 
Uh, you have the letter J today, as Ooh. in okay. Jeff and Jen. And got it. We got 30 seconds on the clock. I will not start the timer until Tim is finished asking the first question. All right, Tandy. Tell me something you would shake. Jelly. A hero. Pass. A tri-state high school. Jefferson High School. Something tropical. Java fruit. A medicine. Pass. A song title. Jump. Something you would buy on Amazon. Jello. Something green. Jeep. Something on a burger. Jam. Something round. Jart. A hero. Oh, you were close. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We were saying a lot of the same ones, too, too, man. I was, like, thinking the same stuff. When she said Jello, and then you go, something green, I'm like, damn it. I was thinking Jeep, though. Jeep is good. Jeep is great. You could have said Jack Hartman. You know, he might be a hero to somebody. I don't know. I just thought of somebody famous. I should have said Jordan Knight because that's my ultimate. Oh, that's pretty good. You got hung up on the same ones. What was question two? Uh, A hero. Yeah, so Jack Hartman. J-Lo. She's Jayla? my hero. Yeah. Uh, she could be. Could be yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, a medicine. Oh, he's the ultimate. Jardians. Jardians. Our favorite go-to. Oh. You know that boo oh. dancing on that fountain? <laughs> she's so happy oh she's not getting a taint God. infection. That's right. Jardians is one of Jardians. those. Jardians. That's the only reason I know that one is because of the fact that Tim brings it up every time about a what was it called? What's it? What's your taint called? Per, a perineum. A, a serious perineum <laughs> infection. Oh God. <laughs> Next time you watch her dancing on that fountain, think of that. Oh Poor God. Tandy is desperately trying to get off this call. She's like, right how now. do I get out of here? I got a focus go, group guys. waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> Tandy, you were a pleasure to talk to. We really enjoyed yeah, our chit-chat with you. Thank you so much. Thank Have you, a great Tandy. rest Have of your day. One. See ya. You do the same. Bye. 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 All right, coming up, as promised, controversial things people pretend to hate. Thanks for listening. To the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.